We're joined on the broadcast now by Grant Nisbet as we look back at that phenomenal victory, the Irish over the All Blacks and the way it was policed or refed. Welcome to the programme, Mr Nisbet. I trust you're well. G'day, Darcy. I'm very well. Thank you, mate. That's what I like to hear. So tell me, what do you want to see when you watch a game of rugby in this day and age? You've been around for as long as I can remember watching the games and all of its various iterations. Over-refereed or under-refereed? Where is it going? What do we want to see? Because there's a lot of complaints that these games are going way, way, way too long. Where do you sit on that one? Yeah, look, it's a very interesting call, isn't it? I mean, I've been around and you probably have as well. When it was just the referee, uh, the two touch judges who all they did was put their flag up on the sideline or, you know, indicate that a penalty had gone over a conversion and there was no TMO. So now we've gone to from one official, effectively, to four officials. And look, there's arguments on both sides. The argument on one side is to say that it's uh, it's become very pedantic and very slow moving. Uh, the referee's uh, not making decisions. He's uh, sort of deferring upstairs just to make sure that he's right or wrong. And, of course, the other argument is is the exact opposite. So, look, it's a hard one. You want to see flow in the game. There's no doubt about that. And on the other hand, you want to see correct decisions. And I know that at the weekend the referee was... Uh, well, he was a bit... Um, in deferring upstairs, a lot of time was wasted. But uh, I guess you could argue that uh, by the time they had sorted it out, they finally got it right. So in essence, you're happy enough with that? If the decision was right, the time wasted is okay. And, and do we determine it as time wasted? Or do we have to just go, look, this is the way the game is going now? Yeah, look, it's not really time off the clock, is it? I mean, it, it's, it's, it's simply time ticking by and everyone gets a little bit restless because you're sitting at home and you're thinking, hey, this is pretty obvious. That was a knock-on. Yes, he did strike his head with his uh, shoulder, but often these guys want to see all these different angles and all the rest of it. But I guess in their defence, they want to get it right because like uh, players, they are judged. I'm sure the whiteboard comes out on Monday and everyone has to sit around and say, oh, no, 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 you didn't get that right, so you won't be appointed next Saturday. So you can kind of understand that uh, the referees and their officials uh, want to get it right. Is there a happy medium here, do you think, Nisbo? Yeah, look, I'd see. I'd like to see referees back themselves, but I guess they don't have the confidence to back themselves to the point where, as I say, they front up on Monday morning and everyone's prepared to tell them they got it wrong and they ignored the officials and all the rest of it. But I just like to see freewheeling referee, actually. And I, I think Nigel Owens was extremely good at it, really. I mean, firstly, he had a great rapport with the players and he was prepared to make a decision. And if he got it wrong, he he quite often would say, look, sorry, boys, I got it wrong, but yeah, we'll move on. And just show that they're a little bit human. What do you think the fan base wants? Because I, I suppose, in essence, the fans are driving this, are they? Do they want perfection or they want to see rugby play? Because we're providing, or World Rugby are providing a product to be consumed. So what are the fans do you think they're after? Yeah, it's a good, it's a very good point. And they'd probably like to see the game roll a bit. But I guess it depends on which fans you're talking about. <laughs> if you feel aggrieved and the TMO makes a decision in your favour, then you're not necessarily aggrieved at all. You think it's a great idea. So... You know, fans are funny funny things, aren't they, really? And it very much depends on the team you're following and how they are faring under the referee and under the TMO. But look, I've, I've seen games kind of influenced, particularly, and I'll give an example, and, and this goes back to South Africa. It feels like it was about 10 years ago. And uh, there was, the All Blacks were playing the Springboks at Ellis Park from memory. And there was only a couple of points in it. And uh, Liam Messam, I think, made either a late charge or a high charge on a player. And um, the referee missed it totally. 
absolutely, totally. But the good old television authorities in South Africa decided they wanted to replay it. And of course, up it went on the screen. And the moment the crowd saw it, 70 or 80,000 of them roared. And the referee had no, absolutely no option but to go to the TMO and say, uh, we better check that. Now, that would have gone totally undetected. Had that happened, let's say, at Eaton Park, the fans probably wouldn't have said boo and the game would have stayed the same. So, hey, look, the influences are different depending on who the home team is and who the away team is. Let's take the double movement no try. In my notes, I wrote down try and I was very pleased for the Irish and then they wound the clock back. It wasn't the case. Was that a double movement? Did you want that to stand? Because this is a, a case in point, I suppose, Grant. Yeah, look, under the old, under the in, in the old days, that would have stood. I think by the letter of the law, yes, probably a double movement. And then, of course, the try was scored subsequent to that, not by the same player, but subsequent to that. So, look, I, I think by the letter of the law, you probably want to get that right. My understanding is, and I don't know whether the referee actually went upstairs and said, I'd just like you to check that. Or whether the TMO called down and said, I think we've got a double movement. I'm not sure what the protocol was there. My understanding, and I might have this totally wrong now, is that the only time the TMO can call down and say, look, I think I've got a, an instance of foul play here. I'd like you to let's have a look at it. I don't know whether he is, an, is able to call down and say, I think we've got a double movement. I stand corrected on that, Darcy, but uh, I thought foul play was the only time the TMO could actually be, could drive the process, if you, if you like. Yeah, I think Justin Marshall said that the TMO is acting like a second referee, and I'm, I'm labouring under that as well. That's, that's what I thought. I suppose if you look back to the that dreaded Lions series a few years back and what the two Frenchmen colluded to, colluded to do to cause a draw, um, I don't know what the protocol is. I don't know if the players or the referees actually or anyone knows. It's almost like they just do what they want. Yeah, well, that was, a, that was a blight on the game. That was an absolute disgrace because it, it was plain and simple offside. We all know that. And I think the referee at the time was at uh, Poit, mm -hmm. has subsequently uh, come out two or three years later and said that he got it wrong. Well, of course, that's absolutely no consolation whatsoever to the team on the day. And there's a lot at stake in a Lions series. We all know that. Uh, we won the first. We lost the second. We go to a decider at Eden Park and the referee makes a blatant blue and he was assisted by his TMO, who kind of advised him uh, that, uh, you know, that's not offside. That's uh, that's just a scrum. That's accidental. No way. No way in the world. And uh, that was an absolute blue and a shocker. And I think when they looked at it, uh, in retrospect, the call from the men upstairs were wrong decision, right result. And I think we'll leave you with that one. Good on you, Grant. Always a pleasure, Mr. Nisbet. Yeah. Thanks very much for joining the program. Good on you, Darcy. Cheers, mate.